You're listening to the Generous June podcast. Daily reflections exploring generosity in the Bible throughout the month of June. Today's reflection is from Amy Roche. For more information, visit generousjune.co.uk. familiar passage this week, I was struck to see how a fresh understanding of Luke's account of Jesus blessing the children is really enlightened as we read it through the lens of kingdom generosity. And I think we see this best by zooming out of the passage to look at its wider context. Luke's gospel is characterised by things that Jesus says and does that surprise people. Perhaps most of all, we see Jesus challenging their assumptions about the kingdom of God, what it is like and where it is experienced, when it is experienced and to whom it belongs. Luke is a master writer. His retelling invites us as his readers to experience the same disruptive effect as the eyewitnesses had in his narratives. And this account of Jesus's encounter with children comes at a high point in the story where tension is really mounting. Jesus's enemies are plotting and the political stakes are raised. And we see that the hour of Jesus's passion is approaching. For him to stop, as he does for unimportant interruptions, is a profound act of generosity at a time when Jesus was laden with urgent priorities. Luke precedes this story with the parable of the Pharisee and tax collector, and he follows it with Jesus's conversation with the person we today call the rich young ruler. And both of of these stories indicate Jesus's depiction of kingdom generosity as being entirely unmerited. The conventions of high social and religious standing of either the Pharisee or young ruler are irrelevant in God's eyes. When we lose this bigger picture, we're left with our over-familiarity of a smoothed out version of today's passage, which loses its power to shock or surprise us. We have rendered its meaning safe, even cute, and we have become immune to the power of its message immune to the challenge Jesus presents to our modern presuppositions that link merit rather than grace with kingdom generosity. We have accepted perhaps that even a rich ruler and a religious expert cannot merit God's blessing. But then we easily fall into another way of reading merit in place of grace here. It's easy to interpret Jesus's blessing of the children in terms of a kind of criteria by which we then measure people who qualify for God's kingdom generosity. We do this by saying the children are blessed because of their attributes, their humility and self-consciousness, dependency and trust. And of course, these are things we want to emulate. But in fact, this could merely be exchanging one set of attributes for another. Perhaps these are attributes we feel we can attain. But this means rendering people who cannot attain them outside of Jesus's blessing. 
Who are the people today that we overlook as being outside of the reach of God's blessing? What can we do to demonstrate that they are not invisible, but are loved by God? How can we refuse to sanitise the radical calling to kingdom generosity, which is not about finding ways to measure merit, but being challenged by Jesus's countercultural outpouring of God's blessing? If we do that, then we hope we become characterised by the radical generosity we see exemplified in Jesus. Thanks for listening to today's Generous June podcast. Listen again tomorrow for another reflection and visit generousjune.co.uk for more information and find out how you can get involved with Generous June.